So, hello Anders and Stellan. Hello Alex. Hello Alexander. How are you Stellan? Very well, thank you Alex. And you look uh, refreshed. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, Anders, you, you look very proper with your yes. shirt. Yes, I'm, I'm actually exercising because in a while we will record our financial report. Mm. So I don't have the tie on yet, but uh, as you can see, I, 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 I would say I look very proper today. You do. And Alexander, I'm, I'm thinking of one thing. Didn't Stellan forget to say something when you asked how it was? Yes. Stellan, you're thinking you, about the weather report? I'm just thinking about how you are, and then usually that is included. Mm. Oh, yes. No, I'm, I'm very well. I have, uh, I have uh, uh, sunshine uh, bleeding down on my solar roof, which is uh, fantastic. So it's, uh, is, is that it's... because you know Putin and he's been taking away the clouds, or, or how, how do you sort of... How did I you... think it's uh, general uh, coastal weather. Okay. Yeah. okay. So it's a bit like in Hamstad. Yeah, without like the it. beach. Yeah, without the beach. There's only one beach in the world, and that's Frasakul Halmstad. So, uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the topic clusters. And I want to start with asking you, Stella, like, when did you first hear about topic clusters? <sighs> Time flies, but I guess 2017, 18. Um, and... Uh, yeah, sort of circulating as, as Google having changed how they calculate um, let's say weight content by looking at not just um, uh, the links in and out and, and various other aspects of the algorithm the way it's been before but actually looking at you know is, is it part of a broader topic that is talking about similar uh, similar subjects um, and uh, and that sort of caught my eye and and then uh, a while later, uh, it was sort of an established methodology uh, called topic clusters. Yeah. Imagine uh, now, Stellan, what problem you you have uh, given Alexander. If the next question was, what is topic clusters? Because you did answer that as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> partly at least. <laughs> I guess that, that that could be an episode in of itself. Yeah, but but essentially. Um, a, a topic cluster consists of a core topic, which is the overarching theme, and then you have sub subtopics around that theme. Um, and so, what you want to do is you want to create relevance for the reader to to go in depth into various aspects of the theme. Um, but the, the good thing is that search engines will also recognize and understand your expertise within the theme or within the field if you approach it like this yeah and, and Anders what was your first uh, thoughts about when you when you heard about this methodology to work first time that that Stellan described it I said who the hell is interested in Wikipedia content meaning online you you find a lot of rubbish content that people publish with, with the purpose of getting traffic. That was for a very long time my main fear with, with uh, topic clusters. And, and I, I think also, Stellan, you need to describe the sort of three 
main components with the pillar pages and, and so on to really, really understand it, or even though it's just sort yeah. of our voices that you can hear now. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the at the core of this theme is what's called the core topic. Uh, what you want to do is you want to create what's called a pillar page for this core topic. And there you want to go as, as broad as possible. So you want to cover all the different aspects of this topic, basically. But you don't go in depth. So this is for someone who's looking for you know, an entry point, someone who, who is perhaps not sure that, they're, that they should look at a certain aspect of a, of a topic. Uh, and there you provide them sort of the smorgasbord uh, of the topic. And then what you do is you go in depth into the different subtopics. Um, and that you do normally in, in a blog post, but you can also do it on a, on a regular uh, website page or in a, in a knowledge base article, for example. But typically you go, you go with a blog post. And so why is it important in topic clusters? You mentioned that Google changed something in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it is important because Google wants to function like humans function ultimately. Um, and we, when, when we get interested in something, we tend to want to go deeper into that subject and understand it fully. And that is you know, both in private and in professional life. Um, and so if we create content that way, then, then we're doing something that both are target audiences want and also something that search engines are aiming to understand and, and that gets you an, a benefit basically in organic search if you do that well yeah and at suma we have uh, created topic clusters for a while now so anders what's your uh, experience so far with creating uh, topic clusters for for one sake i'm gonna, gonna take an internal perspective uh, in my answer, and Stellan will take an external perspective on it. I, I think it's very valuable for companies to need to think through what are the sort of basics and what are the edgy things that, that we can support and help customers and potential customers to gain understanding of, to get curious, to get advice, to get support, and so on. And, and when a company like Suma, and I would guess most companies in the world, needs to think that through, mapped to sort of where is the buyer right now, who is the potential buyer, what, what are their drivers, what's the difference between if you take it from a financial perspective or if you take it from a sort of commercial perspective, also, I think it's very, very valuable. And, and I think one of the main learnings so far is if you are forbidden to describe things in, a, in text, how do you explain them? Um, if we would redo the last couple of years with both thinking around this and doing things around this, use voice and use visuals. Um, don't always go to the video part of the text part, but but I I would say an advice based on spending a lot on creating pillar pages uh, is start with the visual part and then do the textual part. Although so far it's the text that drives the visits. Do you agree, Stellan, with with the sort of that? I would say 
for for our customers and our friends is a very important advice. Be begin like like it was a couple of years ago. Do you focus on the article or the content offer? If you focus on the content offer, make sure that you become visual. Um, if you're text driven in the article, so to speak, what do you? Yeah, and I think we're, we're we're gradually moving towards much more of a voice based environment in general. Uh, also, when it comes to search. Uh, we ask our smart assistants on our phones and in our homes and so on. So this is the landscape is going to keep changing. Um, and also the rise of, uh, of pods, like the one we're recording now. Um, you're going to have a, like a transcript. So you could see the pillar page as a transcript and you could have the pillar page recorded and you could have people talking about it. So what would bring you in could be what's written, but then what you actually consume could be the, the visual or the video or the voice. So I think that's uh, yeah, clearly a direction where we're heading. So, uh, so Stellan, do you think that topic clusters is here to stay? They have methodology to actually work according to a, a core topic and then broadly yeah, I think in general, nothing when it comes to uh, online and digital is here to stay. It's going to constantly change. Um, and uh, and um, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, fairly famous guy, uh, I think said very well at one point when he said that marketers ruin everything. Uh, and so we're going to ruin podcasts. We're going to ruin topic clusters. We're going to ruin everything. But it's going to be replaced with something better, something different that people want at that time. So the only thing you can be sure of is that, well, for the foreseeable future, um, this is uh, what's going to work well, what's going to drive results. And then in a while, um, it will be replaced by something improved. I would say another thing that, that I, I, I believe that the first time that Stalin started talking about uh, topic clusters, the sources that, that Stalin went to to sort of get his first knowledge is, was described sort of as, as the next step SEO. And I, I, I believe that that's a huge mistake that you can do with content generally and with topic clusters specifically. It's very easy to, to get traffic from, from um, sources that you are not interested in if they convert. So, yeah. so relevance is, is still key. When, when you create, um, you put time and investment on, on creating a new type of content or format, do it to become more relevant. As the idea was with sort of when you provide knowledge and when you pr provide articles and provide content offer, it's very fair if someone converts and gets back to you and converts again or buys from you or talks to you or books you or whatever it is. Uh, if you're relevant, yes. If you're not relevant, throwing out the money on, on, out of the window. And I, I believe that what we touched upon right now, very seldom that, that sales and the customers understand marketing content generally. The, the relevance of the content produced from marketing departments, if they do topic clusters right, both the customers and sales will understand why top topic clusters are relevant because it will affect conversion. Yeah, um, this is the, I think, most important component of all because um, a million things can be said about search and uh, search engine optimization, but the one thing that people can agree upon is that the number one thing is you you focus on your ideal customers. So who is it that we want to reach? 
and what do they need? Um, and then sort of the rest will follow from that. But if you focus on it as a tactic, uh, you're going to end up doing the wrong thing. And so now you, you have analyzed uh, our work so far with topic clusters. What are the figures so far? Do you see that it actually works with topic clusters? Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're roughly six months or so into some of, uh, some of uh, this on, uh, on Suma's perspective. Um, and we're starting to rank for, for topics that we did not rank for before. And so our part of our experimentation is to sort of see how clearly can we see the patterns. Uh, and if we, if we try to compete in, in areas where there is less competition versus where there is more competition and so on, uh, what can we learn from it? And ultimately, of course, we want to leverage this to, to teach more people how they can, they can think about topic clusters. Um, so the results uh, so far are super encouraging. And uh, I know also Doug has now started to follow up on, um, on a monthly basis uh, for 2021. So we can actually follow our progress and see what we, um, how we gain ranking and how we gain uh, traffic and also how we gain conversions uh, in the different topics. So Anders, if you would share one tips for our listeners who, who don't uh do topic clusters yet but want to start what would be your tips it's all, always same tips but i have two today mm. uh, the first one is stop questioning it we already know that it works start doing it prioritize to do it that that's my sort of always advice and if you feel unsure just have a chat with any of us and get going but 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 the other part maybe it doesn't sort of relate to a tip regarding this directly, but that is, you, you all know the question that old salespeople hates the most, right? That, that is an old managed colleague who comes up, taps you on the shoulder and, and asks you, have you sold anything today? And you do know what marketing hates most. That is an old managed colleague coming, tapping them on, on the shoulder and saying, have you converted anyone today? You can think about why the marketeers and the salespeople hates those two questions. One of the roles is certain about that is their task. One of the other roles doesn't think or believe that that is their task. And that needs to change in cooperation between them and in cooperation with two other parts, potential and existing customers. Very good. And I, I want to touch upon what Anders was saying, saying they the, the, the cost of doing nothing is often greater than the cost of doing something. So as Anders was saying, it's like, okay, if you don't believe in it, well, then test it and see if it works. Uh, it's a much lower cost than to don't do it, be wrong about it, and have someone else steal your traffic and your leads. Then, then I, I think, which goes for most things when you ask us about tips, Alexander, when maybe it was when we were about to, to start with this pod, then you said, yeah, yeah, but we're not going to launch anything until I have 20 episodes or whatever it was you said, which, which I thought, oh, come on. But it's a very good advice, but, but don't sort of, in, in this case with topic clusters, make three and launch them yep. one by one. And meanwhile, you do one cluster per week or one cluster per month, and then you launch them. And then you add the articles and you add the content offers and everything else related. Stop planning, start delivering. With those words, I want to thank you both for participating in this episode. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alexander.